Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shane Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Welcome to Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and I have to apologize because I lied last episode. I said that there was a Mad Max movie next year, and that is a flat-out lie. It oh. is, was it something AI had created, and that's why you it's lied? Something, it's something that Google lied to me about, saying that it was going to be out. I have done my research since. It is not coming out in the next... It is in development hell. It'll probably never see the light of day. Oh. When is when is Furiosa coming out? 24. It'll, it, it's definitely... They've done shooting on it. it is, it'll sure, definitely be out. I wasn't sure... I mean, when I had when I done my cursory Googles, it was saying 23. So I had a glimmer of hope that it would be out this year. Mm, uh, I, don't, I, I, I don't think so. I think it's a little bit in not development hell, but in post production hell probably. So I don't think it's going to make it till next year. I'm Jay, and I wish that I was watching Furiosa this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Josh, and everything behind the paywall was probably a mistake. And um, <laughs> I can't decide if I'm more excited for Quantumania or actually, no, that's a lie because of recency bias, especially I'm more excited for season three. This is the way. Oh my gosh. Put it, it in my, my eyeballs. Season three of Ted Lasso? Oh, no, Mandalorian. Of Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Jeez, yeah. it looks so good. And I will say that the, and I thought that season two of the Mandalorian was good. I didn't enjoy it as much as season one. Mm-hmm. But it feels like they're they're ready to correct course and uh, kick some ass with the, the yeah. New it feels like they season. turned season two into the all right. We've teed it up. Now watch us drive this this bad boy home. Yeah, fair. All right. So uh, news and announcements with uh, Discount Games Inc. We have officially shipped off uh, all the the pre orders of. War Machine Mark IV. We still have a, a good inventory in stock, and so get your order placed, and it'll ship out right away, and you can get your stuff assembled, and you can be playing Mark IV, and a glorious time will be had by all. So there you go. Um, so let's let's just dive right in. We've got a big topic this week. We are going to talk about games and you know what we think is the best introduction into these these types of games and then if also what uh on any given genre if we were to uh be asked what what game in this genre do you want to play right now we are going to give our answer to that so first category we're going to start off with is cooperative games what do you think is the best intro into cooperative games can can i just um say that on mine i'm going to probably deviate from whatever you guys do so that we're not doubling up on some of these so dare you sir yes <laughs> i assumed that the intro would be just kind of a consensus that we do as we talk with each other oh um maybe. okay maybe i don't know that that's true but um so the, the the way i would introduce somebody to co-op games is with escape from the temple curse okay oh you've already deviated well done um, so Escape from the Temple Curse, it's a, it's the game has a time limit of ten minutes. You can't, it, it's the game is over at ten minutes whether you win or lose. Hard stop. Hard stop. Um, everyone plays on their own. You're rolling dice and then you're picking them up and re-rolling them, and everyone's doing it at the same time. So um, there's no way that really, um, it's very easy to teach. It's very fun. It's quick. It's cooperative. Uh, it completely bypasses the alpha gamer problem. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a decent argument so when i when i think of intro to um co-op the, the obvious thing that i think of is pandemic um but i went one step um more removed from that uh, that is even a little bit more intro friendly and 
I think that this game is maybe a little bit overlooked by some people because of its because it's a little bit easier. But the the game I'm thinking of is Forbidden Island. Oh, uh, that is a good suggestion. So it is by the same person who made Pandemic, and it shares some uh, characteristics with Pandemic, but it is a little bit easier rules to learn and a little bit quicker play. Um, as a side note, it's a very affordable game with very cool. It comes in a tin, and I, I feel like it's a great value for its price. It kind of has um, a little toy value to it. Yeah, Yes, I would I would say that's correct. Um, so that was my pick, just because it felt um, like a very accessible intro to the game. It does it can if you have a domineering player, it can have the problem that Trevor mentions of uh, alpha gamers. Um, but that was my pick. What are what are you thinking, Josh? So I'm gonna get my final answer. I'm gonna give. Um, a different one, but I was agreeing with you about Pandemic, and the thing I was going to say about Pandemic is um, it, it's kind of nice because it's had so much, so many um, different variants, and so you can kind of pick a flavor that would fit your friends or family to, you know, to try it out with, and what I mean by that is, you know, you could play just the standard Pandemic, but Pandemic Reign of Cthulhu is really good, and if you have people who are a fan of, you know, spooky horror whatever and then i i haven't played this yet but i hear that the star wars the clone wars is a really fun implementation mm-hmm. of the pandemic engine essentially just with star wars so wasn't there a a underdark D version as well that was really good uh i'm not aware of that not that i'm aware of but maybe wouldn't surprise I thought, me i thought, thought there was there's, i think there's a i thought i played Warcraft it with you josh one. well i thought no, 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 no. I, I can't think of it. But the I one I was... that, I, real quick, Josh, I will say yeah. that for for people who have not played Pandemic or who have not played the genre, like we've at this point we're a little jaded on it slash we've pay, played a lot of it. Yeah. But I have taught it to new players, and it's kind of a revelation to them because it just the theming is really good. The mechanics are solid, and it's just kind of like, wow, I, I didn't know that this type of game was possible. Yeah, that's funny because that's kind of my memory of of first experiencing it too with my wife, who we played it like seven times in rapid succession, which, right? Which is amazing for her to play anything more than once, which she'll blame on me. She'll blame on me, which maybe that's true, but you know, um. Yeah, and, and it just because it, it really did check all those boxes. The one I'm going to say, though, that is I, – I, I'm going to just bring this one up because I do actually think it's still a decent intro to the co-op idea, um, and it has a traitor element to it, which is kind of a fun twist. But, like, it, ah. it's really what my family cut their teeth on for co-ops, sure, which yeah. is Shadows Over Camelot. So that's yeah. a fun one to consider, too. Anything that can add some chaos is – uh, Josh is on board with. Qua? <laughs> okay, so what are you guys picking if if you were told that you, you it's time to play a, a co-op game? What what's what's your pick? I can go first. This is this is actually one that Josh just mentioned that I've wanted to play but I haven't yet. I do love the Pandemic games, but I I've not played Cthulhu or Pandemic Reign of Cthulhu. Oh, wow. Yeah, I would enjoy it. I think I would like it a lot. Yeah, it's it's my um if I have to play Pandemic, that's the one. So I, I like Pandemic. I think that I got Cthulhu in my brain because really what I would like to play right now of a co op is probably the the new Mansions of Madness that has an app, you know, that runs yeah, yeah. it. And I, I just I've only gotten to play it a very few times. I, I wanted to say Arkham Horror second edition but i just don't i don't know that that thing will ever see the light of day again so uh, it's such a time commitment you know what i mean yeah so you um i thought i was picking one that no one else would pick and then you go ahead and hit it so um, <laughs> sorry yeah mansions of madness is fantastic it's got an app that goes with it it's the most interesting co-op game um so i'm also I, the one I would I thought you were going to pick is Dark Return to Dark Tower. Um, so I'll throw that out there as well. It's it is kind of my go-to for co-op games right now. But but I had it written down, but I was afraid that you would 
you were tired of hearing about it. <laughs> yeah, which is which is interesting cause since we both like we we uh, you know um, audible to Mansions of Madness. So I, I guess both of them are worth mention there because the I think they're fantastic co-op game. Other one that uh, this this is actually maybe my real answer of of what I would pick. Um, and I, I haven't played it yet, but it, I off the description of it, I am pretty interested in it. I think you've maybe played a little bit of it, Josh, but uh, Sleeping Gods is a game that I'm I'm pretty interested in playing. Yeah, it's um it's fun. It's really well produced and like the story is different, right? Um so that that kind of makes it interesting and like the combat mechanic in it it feels different. Um it's it's really well done. And it's interesting because like I think you could play it solitaire pretty easily, but it, it was still very fun to you know, have a group. I, I've, I've only played it with my father and my dad, but I, I actually lied. I have one more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as you may have guessed, just making the rules and breaking the rules. Right. Yeah, on. I do. I do enjoy cooperative games. Um, and there is a game shipping to me right now that should be, I would think up Josh's alley as well. Um, but have you heard of ISS Vanguard, Josh? Yes, but um did, did it was it not a kickstarter then yeah, yeah, probably yeah yeah so i remember like reading about it on kickstarter and being like holy moses this looks amazing um awaken realms i get leery about them sometimes <laughs> okay. but, i mean really i'm basing this just off of the concept and the, the concept's great but basically it is a board game of what if you were playing a campaign of Star Trek, the cooperative board game. And yeah, I mean, you play like different you sections of the ship, right? Like uh-huh. yep. one person's the engineer, one person's the, yeah, like, yeah, it, it looks amazing. And it is shipping to you right now, Jay. There is, there's two main stages, the ship phase and landing on planets. Yeah. I'm going to have it at the end of the week. That is what was, exciting. What was its name? ISS Vanguard. I'm sure it was kickstarted it's it's the same people who did tainted grill yeah yeah it one feels of the guys. like they kickstart all their things or whatever yeah yeah it looks amazing honestly freaking so okay we spent enough time on cooperative games let us move on to uh deck builders i feel like there's <laughs> like Trevor I, and I are starting to question okay i have, i understand that you guys want to be cute and have different answers there's there's one right answer to the intro no, there is not. No, there is not. I, I'm really curious to see. I, I did not get creative on this one, so let, let's hear it. I mean, I I think it should. it's Ascension. Oh, interesting. Mm, I disagree. Okay. What, what do you think is the uh, intro deck-building game? Quacks of Quellenberg. Mm, interesting. That's not my intro. That's my the one I want to play. Mm. Uh, how about Clank, then? As an intro? Yeah. So I went even simpler than Quacks. I think the intro is the new Quedlinburg Dash. Mm. Oh, I've never never played that. So. It's the kids. It's, yeah, kids. it's basically Quacks, kids. And it's really good. But for an actual deck deck builder, like with actual cards, Clank is probably a really solid answer. I've wondered, like... Wait, I, we, there's ha- no requirement that you have to have a card for a deck builder. All right, fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> But what, here's what I want to know. How does Dominion actually hold up? Uh, I didn't like it when it was new. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I loved it when it was new. It was another one that uh, it felt like a revelatory experience when I first played it. Mm-hmm. And it still has its adherence. I just feel like it has had... I feel like still... Oh, there's like just last week released? there was an expansion. Release. Oh yeah, yeah, there's so much to me. There's so many expansions. I mean, I I feel like the issue is that there's just been iterative improvements on the genre that. Oh yeah, like, the, the have left Grandpa Dominion. In yeah, the like yeah. if if you if you have an, a nostalgia attachment to Dominion, that's fine. I understand. But if you're coming fresh to the genre, I don't know why you would start with Dominion. So I don't know. That's my. I, I do have one quick question, Jay, about your uh, assertion of Ascension, which may or, I, mm. I, I could maybe see it, but what about Star Realms? Um, I haven't like, 
played. I feel like those run. check a similar box, which is why I asked. I'm part of the reason why I also went with Ascension, obviously, is because of the excellent app implementation that it has. Oh, man, I've so played so Star, many games on the Star app. Realms app is also quite good. Not as good as Ascension's, because Ascension's is is like kind of next level. Yeah, it's the pinnacle of of good um, board game to app translations yeah. uh, but um star realms has a pretty good app as well and and honestly um it's one of those games where it's almost like i would rather play it on the app than i would in real life yeah 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 Man, which and, and the app the app will do a really good job of teaching you the game and teaching you the yeah software. that's true all right so for what we would play if we were asked to play it now i'm going to pick one that i have not played a friend um has highly recommended it and so i'm interested to play it i I own it on steam now uh but that is aeon's end i have it on back order with my distributor i'm like more interested to play it now since you got it on steam yeah yeah we could play it over steam huh if i had it on steam so uh, my friend said that only one person has to have it so i could play you (gasps) what i could you could be in boise and through the magic of the internets, we could play games <laughs> We could somehow redeem my board gaming career while I'm in Boise. This is uh... this this also gets bonus points that it is a cooperative deck building game. Uh, and oh, so you're covering also, both categories with one. Interesting. Yes, it also gets bonus points that it has. Uh, my my friend also he he enjoyed the um, the playing the deck building game on Steam enough that he ordered the legacy version. Uh, oh, so the one on of, Steam's not the legacy one. I no, I don't believe so. Okay, okay. Um, he ordered the legacy version and and got through like two thirds of it at a friend's gaming weekend this weekend and said that it was fantastic and it's easily deck building games are his favorite genre and it's now his favorite game in his favorite genre. What's wow. interesting? What's interesting is that's the one I recommended um, as an alternative to the vampire one that we actually yeah that we up. that we should have gotten. <laughs> oh interesting yeah, yeah man i have like all right i'll have to get it on steam that'd be fun to play well you're saying i don't have to get it all right supposedly we'll, we'll see rain. Yeah, supposedly right, jay nothing nothing could go wrong <laughs> mm-hmm. what are your guys' picks uh i got distracted by ends and sorry uh let's see oh deck builder well i said mine i really do think <laughs> the way to Quite. deck building is is via quedlinburg from now on okay. You no, I think with... for your so you if you were if I said Josh, I want to play a deck building game with you right now, you would oh, pick Quedlinburg. I would say Quacks. I would say normal Quacks. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And Trevor. Um. So I had a hard time picking one, and you guys had, didn't hit any of them. So I'm going to go through all three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. The the one I would probably be most likely to say let's play is is Baseball Highlights 2045. Oh my gosh, that is a really good suggestion. So it's it's only a two-player game, but one of the things we always did was play um, sort of a tournament to get a winner. Um, it does it really well. Um, it is quick. It is fun. It is um, a great deck-building game. Um, it's kind of a quirky, fun theme, too. Like Yeah. Um, so the other ones that I think are just not – they're very different than what you normally think of as a deck-builder. Uh, a Few Acres of Snow. Um, which yeah. is an amazing strategy game and does have deck building elements um, pretty heavily. Plus, it's a Martin Wallace game. Mm. Yeah, it's fantastic, and you can. Um, it's still available to play online, right? But where were we playing it? We played a ton of games of it. Gosh, yeah, I think so. On like, what was it, Breshpil? Uh, Yakata, maybe. I I don't remember, but yeah. it's out there somewhere. Um, and the last one, which is completely different than most deck building games, is a is a um is mechs versus minions i just think that the mechanic of aligning your things and then resolving them on the board is is really great and different than the standard deck building game i feel bad about my mechs versus minions like i should trade it into the world to give it a good home because i just don't think we'll Uh, ever play it again like we we didn't quite finish it we didn't quite finish it but we got pretty far into it you know and yeah i just don't see myself going back I finished it. There's one mission that's not particularly fun, but the rest is great. All right. So next next subcategory we have is legacy. Man, there's a lot of options here. I I'll start with I I think the intro is and I haven't played season zero, which I think you have Jay, but I really oh, yeah. think I really think Pandemic Legacy is the right 
intro to legacy games. Downside is that once you've started at the summit of the mountain, everything is downhill from there. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know if that's true because, well, whatever. We'll see. I mean, I I, want to wait and hear your other, your guys' because I have another one that I think I want to have suggested. So the the one I'm going to suggest is your intro to legacy games. I'm sort of coming at this from the idea that you're introducing somebody who's not necessarily a gamer per se. Okay. Um, and that's Risk oh. Le- Legacy. Oh, I thought you were going to yeah. say Fabled, Fabled Fruit. Risk Legacy is a that is a really good suggestion. Yeah, because it it takes what they already know and just ramps it up to 11 and it's actually quite fun. It's just it's it, they would be blown away, I think, you know, with a mechanic they already understand, a game they've already played before, and then just, you know, throws them um, into the deep end in a really fun way. It's not the best legacy game by any means, but it is a good intro. That's a good intro for sure. Yeah. Um, Risk Legacy was actually what I had thought of as uh, my intro game recommendation as well. Um, so the other one I was going to suggest as an intro and maybe this is maybe this will be the one that somebody else play. But I feel like King's Dilemma it would actually be a good legacy intro. It's a little bit different, right? But it it does give you that feel of this ongoing story. Another, I, I haven't played this. I've been interested in it, but um, Machi Koro has a legacy version that I could see potentially being a good intro. I've yeah. never played it, so I don't know. Yeah, we've played. I think my family's played five or six games of it. We got okay. to, we unlocked the turtle. <laughs> and what did you spoilers? Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I won't say what the turtle does to you know, but it uh, it definitely does a. So so here's the thing. It doesn't feel like a legacy game that tells a story as well, but it definitely like gives you that you know, hey, open this other box. Like, here's a new thing. Like, here's a new kind of mechanic. And um, so it's it's very cute. Uh, so for the um, legacy game that I would pick to play right now, uh, honorable mention to what I already mentioned, Aeon's End Legacy. Oh, I thought you were going to say honorable mention to ISS Vanguard. Although, uh, Oh, yeah, also awesome. that too. Jay <laughs> <laughs> um, just keeps building upon his category. Yes. Um, I'm going to go with uh, one that Trevor recently finished su- recently. Um, Clank Acquisitions Incorporated Legacy. Um, it's it's one that I picked up because I, I knew it was at its end of its print run, and I'm definitely interested in playing it, but I uh, have, have not availed myself of the opportunity yet. It's quite good. My only feeling is, and this is a concern with a lot of Legacy games, is it's like you better have the group locked in <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like i don't know trevor they all that... have that they all have that same problem it doesn't matter which legacy game you're gonna play eh, you the one to... i most want to play doesn't have that problem but okay josh what is, what, what is it it's oath it's always oath i don't feel like that qualifies as a legacy how game. dare you i knew right. that you were gonna try to say i'm not because gonna try doesn't. to say that i am saying that it does, does. not qualify like what what overarching story is going on with oath yeah what do you unlock the the journal the story that you tell the um what do you unlock i mean you you don't necessarily open new things but like there are so many cards that there is an element of discovery right like you would have to play frankly i think you'd have to play about 10 games to have seen all the different cards and and combinations and actions right um the legacy is the friends that you make along the way. Uh, no. You make friends playing Oath? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the gods of chaos. Okay. Okay, whatever. All right. <laughs> what's, what's your selection? I over? didn't think anybody else was going to choose Clank Legacy, so that's what I wrote down. Okay. Um, but you beat me to the punch. So um, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to throw something else out there that we haven't talked about, and then I'm going to complain about it a little bit. Um, but the betrayal legacy was a great experience. It was a lot of fun. Then the complaint is that if you don't enjoy like searching high and low for answers to your rules questions, it's not the game uh, for you. There is well, there you so go. many, so much ambiguity in that game. That's not that well is done. true. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I think my struggled. family has two or three games of it left to go. 
Yeah, we struggled so much because there were so many times where we're like, we don't know how to resolve this. I and do. I do spend time on the forums just trying to figure out how to resolve what it was trying to get us to do. I do want to give an honorable mention to the King's Dilemma, and yeah. it would be fun to play a new game of that with the previously group we had, the three of us, and Josh's father, yeah. and do it or in to do person. Queen's Dilemma. Do it in person yeah, with it in person. as as God intended. Yeah. Instead of this instead of crappy tabletop I'm, simulator. Lucifer simulator. Um honestly, that is my one regret of board gaming for probably the last ten years. It, we were having a lot of fun. I would absolutely love to pick it up again. It's just a great game. Yeah. But it does feel like we'd have to pick it up face to face. I agree with you. I have you. no problem with that. My honorable yeah, like, mention, which may also not be a legacy game, but I kind of think it is, is uh, a Kickstarter that's probably going to arrive at my house while I'm here in the legislative session and my wife is going to really question some of her life ah! choices. Uh, Oath Sworn Into the Deep Wood. Have you guys seen this bad boy? I think so. Yes. I think I've heard something about it. I've heard the combat mechanism is incredible. It feels a little gloomhaven-y, right? And it's like you you basically the way the legacy advances is like you take on these like huge horrific monsters. So it feels a little bit like maybe a monster hunter, you know? Um anyway. Yeah, I think I did back it and then backed did, out. Did I, I back the all in package money. because I'm ridiculous? Um Of course. Yes, I did. Of course, yes. Yeah, I, I think I'm pretty sure I backed it and then backed out because the price was just it was yeah. too too much. Well, you had to get a car, so, you know. Which I still don't have. <laughs> well, I still don't have both sworn, so there well, you go. <laughs> your wife has a car. Does Gloomhaven yes. count as legacy? Obviously. Yes. Okay, well, cause, okay, like, I'm just saying, because Oathsworn's right there in the vein of Gloomhaven, so. It's so, hilarious to me that you're like, is Gloomhaven a legacy? And then you're like, you know what? The legacy game is Oath. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Do you know what? Do you know what? As I feel bad to admit right here on the air, but uh, Gloomhaven Digital has ruined Gloomhaven for me. Yeah. I yeah, Yes. I think it's way better. Well, but not in a good way. It's also, like, it's also stuck ruined Frosthaven for me. Like, I suck. Like, are you not excited to play Frosthaven because of Digital Gloomhaven, Jay? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, I have 0% interest in Frosthaven. I will yeah, wait for the does. inevitable digital implementation and purchase and not play that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, my problem with bookkeeping is it's just... Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't bother me when I hadn't played the digital version. We sat down, we did all the booking, we right. had apps, apps. We had all the apps. Yeah, yeah. And, and I feel like I should like, play the digital version with somebody, and then maybe I would like it again. Absolutely. I yeah, So yeah. I had a group that was playing it on a weekly basis, four of us. We'd get on Discord. We'd we'd talk it out. We'd play, play our games. And then my abrasive personality ruined it. <laughs> I remember when your your group, uh, like, self-destructed, and you had, like, this uh, sorrowful moment when it yeah. all happened. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, you'd think at this age in my life I would have learned by now, but I clearly haven't, because I'm ready to start it again and ruin another group. <laughs> well, maybe if, uh, maybe we'll test out this um, digital game night with Josh with uh, Aeon Zen first, <laughs> and if that actually works, then we'll try <laughs> to ruin our group with digital Gloomhaven. My dad would, like be over the moon if i could consistently play a stupid gloomhaven game with him yeah why don't you want to make your father happy i know your father I, just needs to be friends with me josh because i foolishly work to make him proud like an idiot <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right next okay category. next category stuff uh, i like is... that we're basically getting a list of what would be a great game night with us frankly yeah, right <laughs> next one is adventure game um i guess how how would you define adventure game? Since Josh <laughs> will probably pick some random thing that isn't one. <laughs> um, I'm going to go really light on my description of an adventure game, and I'm going to just say something that tells a a story. Uh, I mean, you might even call it an Ameritrash, but something that where you you're going almost on an, an RPG light sometimes. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think kind of my one of my first intros to this genre was a game called Runebound and oh, I played yeah, good call. a lot of that game. Um, I'm not even sure if, if the current edition is in print, 
It's but not. yeah. Um, and, and the and let me also say that the, the current, current edition is, is awful. Yeah, you want like oh, second really? edition? Yeah, the the current edition is third edition. I thought it was third edition by now. It it is. Yeah. Third third edition is the current edition, but it is awful. The edition you want is second edition. Yeah. And the reason the third edition is awful is because they they got cute and they decided that the way that you want to play is by throwing pogs in the air and seeing how they land. So it has <laughs> it has discs and the discs you literally throw them in the air and see how they land and then you resolve the the things. It's just it is way too cute for its own good and it's not fun. Um, the game just was so like much. Go back to dice, you're saying, right? Yeah, the game was so much better when you had the the consistency and the ease of dice and you weren't picking pogs up off the floor because you, you threw them up in the air and they fell all over the place and rolled off to nowhere. And it's just, it is, it is awful. Don't get the current version. And there's Which, a lot of people oh, who have their intro was stuff like hero quest or stuff like that, which I don't know how I missed these games when I was a kid, but I did. Yeah. So what would you say is the, the modern day good intro to this genre? So the one that I would, present forward is also i believe out of print and i'm sorry for that um but i think there's maybe alternatives that are similar and that's arcadia quest okay um, I, th- so, I think that might still be in print okay it's fantastic it's a lot of fun it is competitive it's not co-op like some of the other adventure games that you might find out there um but it is it's fantastic you enjoy leveling up your character um the gameplay is really good it plays quickly um and it has a kind of a campaign element so you can play you're going to play multiple games of it to conclusion to be able to enjoy it all yeah that's a good one i felt like i've only gotten to play that with you once uh my intro answer is we talked about already but i and it's funny because i'm kind of basing this answer on I feel like I've exposed my son to several different adventure games and it it would be between this one and city of Kings, but I really do feel like return to dark tower is, is hitting this spot again. Uh, you know, it, it, it's the one that he kind of consistently is interested in now. Mm-hmm. So, so I think it's a solid intro and you guys just recently, well, Jay just recently played it for the first time, right? I did. Yeah. It's, what did you think? Spoiler alert. It's going to be the, the pick that I have of, of what one I would. Oh, it's, pick. it's, it's your want to play. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's cool. And it's, this isn't a genre that I am, which is kind of weird since I do tend to like cooperative games and a lot of these are co-op. Um, but it's, it's not a genre that I'm usually as uh, drawn to, but I, I did think that um, return to dark tower was, was very well done um, and worth checking out one. Another, this, I haven't played this. It, I guess I, I'll, I'll ask this uh, of you guys if, if you think that it would be a good intro game to the genre or if it fits in this genre. But one that I often get recommended to me as kind of an intro game, I'm assuming, to this genre is Call to Adventure. Uh, I, hmm. Or does it uh, not really fit this category? It does tell a story like it, that. That's an interesting I, I think it's but I'm laughing a little bit because it's kind of got the pogs that <laughs> was just decrying in room about. But they're not bad necessarily in this one. Like, you know, you, you don't toss Do you have to this, throw them in the air. Yes. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. They call them runes <laughs> in in in. Um, sorry, what's adventure. the name of it? Call to adventure. They call them runes. But so they're not exactly pogs. They, they're shaped different question mark but, but they are just really just like glorified coin flipping uh but but it is fun that game is fun how it comes together and like you by the end of you know a, a 30 to 40 minute playtime, you have this like story of you know my i was an orphan who became a, <laughs> a thief and then you know came to rule a kingdom or you know and there's all these kind of like little neat kind of traits and side stories that the Come, that have come along the way so uh it's not a terrible suggestion honestly jay that's my okay that's my cool. really long answer all right what, what's your guys' selections uh this is what we want to play right yes uh-huh. yes <laughs> i don't know i feel embarrassed that i wrote it now but like i want to play gloomhaven <laughs> okay that's fine Just, uh, all right digital yeah. implementation yes digital <laughs> implementation. i just and reason i want to play it is like i didn't get as far in the physical game as you guys did like i think we only unlocked maybe three or four characters 
Oh man, I even in as much as I've played the, the the tabletop version and as much as I played the digital version, there are still a couple of classes I've never seen. Really? Yes. That does surprise me. Yeah, like at what point do you just go crack open the boxes? <laughs> uh, if I'd kept up with the digital edition, I guarantee. You. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Trevor, what are you, yeah, what's your guys's? Give us the perfect answer. Um, well, the perfect answer is Zaya, but I'm not going to give that one. because. Oh, my gosh. I'm embarrassed. I'm because we've man. talked about it too much. But um, oh, I'm going to give the much. the second the best sequel. Zaya answer, which is Western Legends. Um, well, I, I, I think that Western Legends, if you enjoy, you know, Western themed anything and you want to tell a story, you can be a cattle rustler. You can be a rancher. You can be a bank robber. You can be a lawman. You can be a, a gambler. There's so many options for that game, and they're all fairly legitimate. It has the same problem that Zaya has in a way, in that if you pursue one path, like if you really just want to be the um, the gambler, uh, you may or may not be able to win. Generally, you need to pursue the best way to score points. Um, so you kind of have to mix and match. Um, so that that's that's okay. I mean, that's probably more realistic than just saying I, you know, I've become the most famous person in the West by being a gambler all the time. Yeah, Trevor, um, I feel like you and I should both be ashamed. Why are we not saying Iridia, the paths we dare tread? Because it's not out yet, and I've never played it. Okay, but but I this is the what I would like to play, right? Oh uh, yes, well that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, the the other ones that I'm going to give honorable mentions to are Re- Star Wars Rebellion and Nemesis. If you like the alien um, horror theme, the Nemesis is right up your alley. And if uh, if you like Star Wars uh, and you like two player games, then Rebellion is the pinnacle of all board games. My final game of Rebellion probably ruined Rebellion forever for me because I will never achieve the greatness of that <laughs> game ever again. That was when I like Death Starred my little brother's planet on turn three or whatever. <laughs> it was so amazing. Although that was a adventure game category. Yeah, I actually thought considered it briefly. I think it's I think it's I, I can see the reasoning behind it. Although then you might also have to consider War of the Ring. I think that Rebellion has the same sort of feeling and enjoyment and is faster than War of the Ring. I would it I would is. rather that, I would rather true. play Rebellion. You should also play it with the expansion though if you're going to play it. Yeah, but that's true of many of the th- that's true of many of the things we've been discussing. Western Legends, for example. That's true. Zaya, you gotta have the expansion. Z- like Western Legends, I think you can play without the expansion. Zaya, you cannot. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, it should be verboten, as they say. All right. Okay. Next, next category. category, we can speed round. This is I don't a know large if we can group. Speed round because we don't get to the last categories, I'm gonna be ticked. But whatever. I'm, I'm no, I'm saying of this, just this one. Just this oh, okay. Party, okay. Okay. Large group party games. Uh, I would say that a good intro to those are hidden identity ones. A good intro to that is Secret Hitler. Another. Uh, that's a better one than I even suggested. That's good. What What were you thinking? Just vanilla werewolf. Yeah. Yeah, I that's a good. That's a great one. Werewolf. The other one um, is Aku the Resistance or Avalon. Those are good smaller player group versions. So. Um, of hidden identity stuff uh, of ones I would want to play. Um, this is Jalapagos is also a good intro one. So I would want to play that. Another one that I is, is decent for this genre is trial by trolley. Um, Have you and, played this? Have you played? Yeah. That? Is yeah. it good? It, yeah. It's actually fun. Oh, dang. Okay. For the genre. I mean, yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, we actually, we did it for our Christmas party, not in 2021 for the company. Um, but you, you, you you create trolley problems and then the person who is the moderator picks, which trolley solution problem. is the best or which yeah, trolley, problems, trolley the problems, the worst or whatever. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. Uh, were your guys' picks, um, for intro, uh, both. Oh, so yeah. Vanilla oh, you said werewolf. Yeah. 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 Sorry. I didn't, sorry. Did Trevor, did you say your intro already? Um, I actually picked werewolf. I think that it's the oh. best. Okay. party intro game honestly it's you can walk them through it really it, i guess my real answer should be werewolf legacy because if you slap legacy on anything jace <laughs> interested yeah yes um so it's funny so i'm, I'm i've got two quick ones that i want to say that i want to play which i think this one is honestly just a gloriously produced werewolf but i think it might have some 
tweaks to the formula that improve it, and it's called Blood on the Clock Tower. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you've talked about it before. Yeah, and it's similar. Let's like it has continue. things like you when you die, you know, you you become a ghost, and you have a you still have a role in the game. You know what I mean? And so, right. um, and it's demon. It's a demon instead of a werewolf, that kind of thing. But oh, but my real answer, the large group game that I would love to play, and it's gonna, I'm gonna have to facilitate it. You know, it'll be an act of Congress, but it is still Vampire the Masquerade Blood Feud. Yes. Which can handle up to 32 players. <laughs> <laughs> and you play as warring vampire clans, and, you know, that's all I had to know, honestly. Okay. Trevor? Um, I, I still have to go with Captain Sonar. I think it's one of the best mm. um, Good answer. Uh, yeah, large party cool. groups. And you can pl- I think you play it up to eight. eight. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, if you need more than that, then I don't know what to tell you. And it's time game. for Vampire the Masquerade Blood Feud. I, I did have Secret Hitler listed down as as a more advanced one. I I think that it's it's sure. it, it does take a little more deduction than um, Werewolf does. But Captain Sonar. All right. Fun. Our next category is economic engine building game. What do you what do you think are good intros to this? <sighs> so I I really kick this around a lot, but I still think Power Grid might be one of the best intros to this genre. Like, and I, I should say I feel like with this genre you are you're you need to understand that you're going to go into something a little heavier. I also disagree with that. All right, good. I'm so, ready for a good so the, the ones that I'm the ones that I'm going to choose as intros are Seven Wonders and Parks. Parks. Yes. I guess. Okay, I can see it. Sure, sure. Okay. That's yeah, good. I mean, you've you've I mean, gone to an actual introductory level intro. That <laughs> well, well done. I mean, do you disagree that they're engine builders? They're economic. I didn't I never really I mean, I guess I just don't put enough thought into Seven Wonders because I don't think I, it's good. I can't think of Seven Wonders without thinking of drafting. That's all I think of in yeah. Seven Wonders is drafting, right? And but yes, the smirching you, Seven Wonders, Jay. Game do, is fantastic. Yeah, he does it all the time. It's uh, it's it's one of his few <laughs> character flaws. <laughs> maybe maybe it's Scott Ray that ruined it for me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I wouldn't think that's the case because I, in general, I, I rather enjoyed playing games with Scott. So, you know, I don't know. What's your um, answer, Jay? I I didn't really have one. Oh, I, I was like, I actually think Trevor's right. So maybe we'll just stick with I his. mean, I would have, how, how back in the day, can... my intro was Puerto Rico. Yeah. But I, I don't feel like know. that one holds up anymore. Yeah. Um, Here's one we can all agree on. I know it's it's actually not that great for new players, but it is a great light engine builder and we all love it it's race for the galaxy yeah yeah that's, that's that actually probably is a solid answer that's good yeah, yeah. i mean I, I thought of geez we should just do one of these shows and just give trevor this category and let him run <laughs> <laughs> uh for the the one i wanted to play i picked power grid just because it's been so long since i played it that i have nostalgia to get yeah i would actually it. happily i would happily do that too. Uh, get into a power grid game at this point and get completely destroyed i'm sure yeah it's been Even so it long since i played my strategies have all left my brain mm-hmm. exactly me too uh my, <laughs> i want to play i'm going to i i'm taking it i feel like this feels like a sneak attack on trevor but uh splatter spellen has a game and it's not antiquity although i would accept that as an answer and it's also probably not out yet but trevor you've got to look up horseless carriage the next splatter spielen game coming out uh aspiring industrious build and sell new expensive utterly unfamiliar carriages <laughs> i'm i'm on board <laughs> playtime three to four hours yes, yes tell me more <laughs> wait 4.0 yes uh yeah what is what is your selection, Trevor? Um, so Clans of Caledonia is probably the one that I'm going to pick right now. Like if if you said let's play an engine building game, um, I would I would pull Clans. I've been I've I've only played it once. I had an absolute blast playing oh, it. Oh, you did get to play it. I I could never remember if you'd actually gotten to play it. So I, no 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 not when you not when I traded it with you. I played it okay. long ago. Okay. John John taught it to me and I had a blast playing it. And I've wanted to play it ever since. I've read the rules multiple times to get ready to prepare to teach it. Um, I, it is just, it is really fantastic. It is one of those games that I feel like really, really went under the radar. And it's sort of disappointing to me that um, it's not good. It doesn't. It just, they just 
released a big box version of it, by the way. Um, some other ones that I that um, I thought of through the ages. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, Ark Nova, Terraforming Mars. There's some great ones out there. This is, so I mean, this, gonna... this is hard to, this is the most difficult genre. We needed to break it down into further subgenres. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to throw you on the spot, ask a question. Um, so one of the game designers that's famous in this genre is Uwe Rosenberg. Uh, what what would each of you select as your favorite economic game by Rosenberg? Um, or you can just say, like, meh. <laughs> Well, I honestly point. think well, for, I think my answer might still be um, I haven't played it for a while though, but um, Feast for Odin. Okay. So I think Feast for Odin would be my favorite if I'd actually played it. I've only seen it played. I think that's probably the one that I would enjoy the most. Um, however, I have to pick one that I've actually played, um, and that's probably at the gates of Lo Yang. Oh wow! There's a throwback. Okay. I would say I have there's there's several of his I haven't played, but of the ones I've played, I would say the one I probably liked the best was La Havre. That, yeah, that's I kind of expected that answer from you. That's probably my easy second. Yeah. Okay, so final category, area of control game. Um, I've got a speed round prepared for this, even though I, these games deserve more time than we're going to give them. It doesn't. I mean, the only one I said we had a speed round was the large group party. Oh, oh okay. All right. Then never mind. I, I'll slow down. But what do you, I mean, the intro that most of us had was risk or axes and allies. Right, right. That's true. Uh, what would you what would you say is the modern day intro? So you well, guys rush, rushed me a little bit, so I wasn't able to like really flesh this out. Okay. But I would go with Bunny Kingdom. Okay. That's a great answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. I so, didn't give a good answer. I just gave the answer that I want more people in the world to know how to play, uh, which is Twilight Struggle. That's not an intro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just throw them in the deep end and make them swim. That's right. So That's how you my, learn. For my area control game, uh, this is this is a deep cut. Uh, haven't played it in a long time, which is a tragedy because I think it's a fantastic game with some great theming. Um, but I would pick Chaos in the Old World. I did consider that one, and it is it is exactly what you said. It is really well done. Uh, one of the things I appreciate it re-implemented with a different theme. Probably, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna because look because they won't be able to get chaos in the old world. It's it's Correct, long yeah. out of print and it's it's um, expensive. <laughs> well, it's more than that. It's yeah. I mean, if you're trying to buy it, it's. Um, I thought it got re-implemented mm. in a different theme, but anyway, I'm not seeing it. Okay, what are your guys' selections? It is it's licensed. Oh, is what I was gonna say you're not for the one play. I want to yeah. play. Yeah. Uh, it's Twilight Imperium Fourth Edition, and I will brook no argument. <laughs> so I'm just going to mention. My only argument, I, I, I <laughs> questioned selecting that one, but then I was like, "Is it? I mean, I mean, it's so many things. Let's. It's be so honest. many things. Yeah. Okay. It, it is. Fair. It feels like the the main way you score is not necessarily related to. Part of the problem is you didn't give me a category where I could in good conscience use this game until this category okay and, fair enough yeah. it'll play eight, it'll play eight except players, josh you could have used the large group party again. oh <laughs> yeah, you're right you're right mistakes were made Whatever <laughs> your selection um so before we get to my selection um i'm going to give the intro to josh josh's selection of twilight struggle which is 1960 the making of a president because it's fantastic um it's much lighter and gives you a very similar feel yeah, it's a that's a good card driven. I mean, that's what those are. Those are card driven war games, right? And that is the the problem if, with that one is to, it's out of print too. If you want to do a really old, uh, it's not really old. It's it's old like Trevor and Josh and I are old, which I guess is really old. But <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the pure kind of uh, area control games uh, back in the day was was El Grande. Ugh, it, it focused basically solely on area control. Yeah, I mean, you hate it because it's so dry. Because it it really is just like bare bones mechanic. I feel like. Yeah, kind of. So, what's what's your want to play, Trevor? Um, well, you guys rushed me, so I just put down Twilight Struggle because I couldn't. I okay. Couldn't, I couldn't well, think of anything quick enough. I, honestly, that's a, that's a good answer. Yeah, honestly, area control is really not my cup of tea. Um, I yeah. always trying to think of one that I would like better. Um, yeah, I don't know. Does 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 
Republic of Rome and its derivatives, does those count as area control? I mean, you're not controlling a board on the uh, on the area on the board, an area there, but you're controlling um, influence. So I feel like if you ask me that question, I have to counter ask you: Does founding fathers count as area control? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm going as because that's what I would say is my area control game is founding fathers that you want or, to play. That's that's yes. the one that you want. Yeah. To play. Or John John Company. I mean, what is it? Is it any more ridiculous than Oath? Uh, it's uh, less it's ridiculous probably, it's than It's probably much less ridiculous than Oath. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. Well done. All right. Well, then that's my answer. Founding Fathers. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's our episode. Let us know what you think of our selections. <laughs> and let us know what you guys would pick in these categories. <laughs>